0: You're listening to the Above the Mug Show, a podcast that highlights people whose passions drive their life. My name is Lucas Spinoza and I own a coffee shop. Every day I meet dozens of interesting people and today I sit down with one of them to inspire you to live your life passion-forward. What is going on, everybody? It's your friend, Lucas Spinoza, coming at you from the Black Sheep Lounge. Today on Above the Mug, we have a very special guest, great friend of mine, photographer extraordinaire and owner of G3 Designs. We have Mike Farkas. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing awesome. How about you, bud? I'm doing fantastic, thank you. So, very excited about this. I When I was thinking about the first few people I wanted to have launch this podcast, I was thinking about who's killing it in this area, who's killing it beyond this area, uh, and who's using their passion... In order to become successful, to go after their goals. And you were the first person I thought of. Because when I think about people who are hustling, that are using what they're not only skilled at, but passionate about to become successful, to um, just move forward with their future, it's so easy to think about you. Now, I, I can tell a story about, I guess, how I met you, which I'm sure we'll get into. But I remember would have been, how old am I now? I'm 25. I met you when I was 16. So it's almost been 10 years. It was my first band. There was this group I was playing with, and they said, hey, let's do this this photo shoot. And we meet in this abandoned building in St. Catharines. And there's this guy and his two buddies with cameras and lights on stands. And whenever you play in bands, people are always like, it's, oh, I've got this photographer buddy. And it's just some person with a camera. But you had a crew, you had a brand, and it really stuck with me. And ever since then, like, that's the guy that's the photographer, that's the company. So what got you started? What got you interested in doing photography? <laughs> a crazy ex-girlfriend. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like all good stories. Like all good stories started. No,
1: um, I picked up a camera one day. I, I didn't think anything of it, uh, you know, just to do something, have a hobby outside of, at the time I was in construction, I built houses. I picked up a camera and you know, I started going to shows. I've always been a, had a passion for uh, live entertainment, live music. So I would go see bands, snap a few pictures. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of evolved from that. I, I just kept going more, realized, okay, this is something I really enjoy. And then for, forward 10 years and here we are. But uh, just a passion for it. I enjoyed uh, taking pictures. I enjoyed interacting with bands
0: and you know capturing those kind of moments. yeah, that's amazing, man. and I, I find it really admirable because something I talked to Joe about last week on the podcast was, you know, he does a lot of freebie promotionals and it ends up helping his brand, but you spend a lot of time and money on helping other people with the hopes that it pays off. And that's something that I know firsthand that you do because I know a lot of the shows that I went to and award shows and ceremonies and wherever I am, you're there with your crew. You know, the crew's there, everyone's got the wolf on, and they're just snapping pictures and making people feel good about themselves. You know, and you're giving this stuff away at a lot of events. And and I know no matter how big the company's got, now you've got your own location, you're still giving back to artists and to creators and all of these people who are putting their own hustle in. So, what made you want to be, I guess, so forward thinking and so compassionate towards artists? Well, and again, you know uh, you you never
1: you never diminish your own success by raising someone else's. Mm-mm. So, uh, you know what, I, I support local artists. Uh, I support this community. I'm here to here to watch these people grow and enjoy what they do. And I I enjoy it too, Mm -hmm. right? I'm out there doing my artistry. They're on stage doing their artistry. And you know what? Is it going to really kill me to give away some free stuff? Never. It only helps me. Mm -hmm. I want to see them grow. I want to see them be able to create their art. I want them to feel special and excited that when they get that picture, they they feel like a rock star, not just a picture on someone's phone or something like that.
0: Absolutely. I want them to
1: genuinely feel like a rock star and like, wow, that's cool. They put it on their Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they, they feel proud. They feel a sense of, Hey, this is fun. This is exciting. And then it, it just encourages them to uh, pursue their, their artistry further.
0: I love it. And that's one thing you mentioned was about social media. I think more so than any other photographer and f- a photography company, I have never seen more uh, profile pictures with, with any other logo than the wolf on it. And I, I think it's such an amazing thing that you're able to get people to go behind a brand when it comes to photography, because of course I own a coffee shop. And so I tried to brand that. And so it's a little bit easier because I get to meet some of the same people every day. Where with you and your business, even like a regular customer for you would be a lot if it was once a month, right? even when you're talking about corporations and people doing headshots and things like that. So to get someone who maybe sees you once, twice, three times a year to wear a hat, to wear a shirt, to get your vinyl and stick it on their car, stick it on their laptop, it, it, I think it's a testament to how easy it is to get behind your brand. And a lot of that obviously has to do with your work, but a lot of it has to do with you. You are G3. And and I have the same thing with the black sheep. You know, I'm the black sheep. Yes, your staff and my staff really help with um, that vision, and they push the goal. But at the end of the day, people believe in it because they believe in you. And, and I think it's such an amazing thing. Um, now that we're on the topic of the wolf, I've brought it up many times, and I know the story. Yeah. But I think it's so cool. Where did you get the wolf from?
1: Well, it's more than just a brand for me. It's, it's a legacy. In Hungarian, my last name means wolf, Farkas means wolf, mm-hmm. and I wanted something that's going to go long past me. This was never a, a one-man show. I never intended it to be a one-man show as soon as I realized that, you know, this can be developed into something bigger. So with the wolf, you know, I hope it's something that my daughter can and see in the future, and I hope mm-hmm. this to be a franchisable operation where it's, it's such a big worldwide brand that my daughter could have something to be proud of. Um, same with G3. I never na- named it Mike Farkas Photography because I never wanted it to just be about Mike Farkas. I want to get involved, grow other photographers, watch other people blossom at their talents, and and keep that legacy
0: alive mm-hmm. long after I'm gone. I That's so, so cool because, I mean, I have some Hungarian blood in me, um, but, you know, my majority background is Italian, and that's a big thing for us as family, right? And making sure that we pass on a legacy, uh, but we also keep the name strong. So the fact that you used your passion and your family history to, to do something strong in the community and for your family is, is a really cool thing. Um, I know recently, because uh, you, you just mentioned about other people's passions, you just opened your studio, which is really cool because for years you were working out of your house, but you're traveling all over uh, the, the region, the province, and even across the country at a few occasions. Um, now you've got a home base. How is that fitting in with that whole community feel? Because I know you're right, located right next door to a music venue, a very popular music venue. Now you have access to even more artists and even more creators. So is that helping you to do your work? Um, I guess, more. are you re-excited about doing your work or is it pulling you in another direction a little bit of a a little bit of b as i'm looking at the
1: photos on the wall there
0: yeah see oh uh, yeah that's right yeah, there's we got more. we got g3 photos right behind us right
1: so um it is it's it's, uh, it's inspired me and my team to grow further i'm working 80 90 hours a week Not because I have to, because we love it. Yeah. We are so passionate. And now having this home base, it's giving us the opportunity to share ideas, be creative together, uh, grow each other. Mm -hmm. I help teach them. And in in turn, they're teaching me, you know, things that I forgot or either I didn't know. Uh, Being next to a music venue like that, I'm getting exposed to a whole lot more local artists. I've made a lot of friends in this short period of time. We've only been mm-hmm. open for two months now, a little over two months. It's crazy, and it's fun. It's somewhere that people can come, enjoy, uh, sit down, and have a coffee with me, or talk, yeah. and,
0: and you know, and, and get creative. Uh, it's been a it's been a ton of fun there. That's so awesome. So what made you want to get into the videography side of things? Because I know you're starting to do video work. Um, and that's something that hasn't been overly saturated in the area yet. So I'm sure there was a bit of demand for, uh, for I guess, moving forward. But it's a big jump because it's not people think that you just pick up the same camera and the same lighting. It's different techniques. Um, and there's different uh, process behind the whole thing. So what made you want to get into the videography side of things?
1: Well, I think it was kind of a natural process. Um, I I resisted forever. I was I was constantly resisting this thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always loved video. Yeah. But I wanted to be the best at what I do first. And then we had Jay Ash come along. Yeah. Right? And then Jay, Jay Ash really, uh, really has a passion for video. He's a great photographer, but he's always had a passion for video. So instead of fighting it, I let him experiment more, get into it more. And he's really... Really taken upon himself to get better and mm-hmm. and find different methods and ways to 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 do that and um, so we just took it further and i 'm um, you know what let him let him do his thing and it turned out to be exceptionally well, and he's really good at what he does
0: I love it and that's one thing that's really cool is for as long as i've known you you 've always really um taken a mentor role towards a lot of the people you bring on your team, uh, because this is not something that, yes, obviously, of course, any business money is important. You need to be thinking about that. It needs to be in the back of your mind. Uh, but for you, I know that the feel of the company, um, the the quality of the work going out and the relationships you have with your team are really important. Uh, and I know from the day I met Jay Ash, the guy fits g3 so well like he's just one of the coolest most down-to-earth guys and he gets what you do and i think that's the hardest part with any business doesn't matter if it's like myself with a coffee shop or if it's photography like you or if it's you know owning an upholstery business they all work the same if you don't have people that get the vision it gets drowned out in in some way so i think it's you got a really solid team well it's all it's it's all in how you treat them too um Mm -hmm. i i stand
1: uh i stand beside my guys Um, it's not a boss employee sort of thing. We're a team, you know? So if, if one goes down, we all go down, we all work together and we all grow together. Um, Like I said, I treat them good. I treat, you know, I stand up for them and I I believe in them and I stand beside them, not in, not in front of them or behind them. We stand as a team. We line up and we do it together. And if one needs help, we're there to help him. If if I I mm-hmm. take a knee, they're quick to pick me up too. So uh, you treat your people good, and they will treat you back. So.
0: Wisdom. I love it. And that's that's a huge thing. Is especially in. A creative field like photography, now videography, uh, it's easy sometimes to get a little competitive, you know, because you're the boss at the end of the day, right? And if you've got people on your team that are getting really good, you know, I know a lot of organizations when that happens, bosses try to chop their legs off, right? Because they don't want their team to shine above them. But you've always been really good at saying, no, listen, we're we're all talented. We all have our own talents and none of this affects how we do our business. At the end of the day, G3 is the powerhouse, right? That's and the that's force. It. Yeah,
1: and that's it. Um, I don't want to, you know, if if I could, I, I want them to be better than me. I want them to shine as yeah. much as they can. Uh, and it pushes you, right? And it's, it, you know, the brand is there. They stand mm-hmm. behind the brand. I don't want to uh, knock them off at the knees. I want them to grow. I want them to be better than me. I want them to shine as, as bright as they can. Why not? They're good at what they <laughs> yeah, do. You absolutely. Know? You know. Uh, you know. Not everybody's going to stay or be lifelong <laughs> yeah. employees, and but that's that's okay. I, I encourage them to do their own thing too, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I appreciate them beside me, and I want them to do good. I want to see them shine, and you know, I want the team to grow between, to to more. And right now, we're really trying to push towards Niagara College and stuff like that, and Mohawk to use our space as. As a training place, you yep. know, I want new new blood to come in. So maybe instead of just a few of us, mm-hmm. it turns into a whole big wolf pack. Yep, I want to see them grow. I want to see the younger generations come. And hell, they'll, you know, they'll Little teach wolf me. Cubs. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll teach them, and maybe they'll teach us some new things. And photography is constantly changing. It's constantly growing. There's new technology. There's new this, new that. And and these young bloods, they mm-hmm. got it. They see it right. Where you know sometimes us old fellas they uh you know we get stuck in our ways or something like that but it's nice to see the young guys come in with their their new fresh minds and hey, if i can get them some work and put some money in their pockets too that would be um, fantastic
0: really cool and just the point of kudos is you know as you were talking i started thinking about you know this day and age everybody's got a 1000 dollar camera in their pocket right and this is One of those periods of time where you're seeing more studios close every year than they open. And in the midst of all of that, here comes Mike Farkas and G3 Designs opening a state of the art, beautiful facility, amazing studio with an editing room and you got a lounge and a big TV. And, you know, you're just, I think that shows that investing in the people, not only that you work with, but also that you serve as clients, that you really care about them. And in turn, They show that love back, you know, because I know every time you've taken a picture of myself or something for the business or one of my bands that I've been in the past, you know, you've always been super cool. And so the first thing I do is share it with everybody saying, hey, check these guys out. They're the best. You got to talk to them. And so that spreads because I'm one guy, right? But I have a network and my network says, holy crap, this is great. And even if one person from that network reaches out and says, yo, I've got a show at Warehouse Come out to it, you know. Now that's another network of people, and it grows and it spreads. And in the midst of the photographer's downturn, here you guys come, moving upstream, right, right through the water, going the opposite direction. And I, I think that's amazing. So,
1: well, for us, it's always been, we do what we want.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: We we take no no other route. We we want to go upstream. We want to go against the grain. And when mm-hmm. I did the research for opening the studio. And uh, what are some of the causes that cause photography studios to fail was uh, selfishness. Yeah. And uh, everybody, you know, I never wanted it to be Mike Farkas' studio and this is mine, mine, mine. Nah, let's open the doors. Mm -hmm. Let's get as many photographers in here as possible. Um, Why fight people? Yeah. You know, it's easier to make friends and, and make alliances and you don't really need to compete about against anybody. It's, it's nicer to have friends and you know, there's plenty of work for everybody. And if, if I could actually improve them or, or actually hand them some business, why not? It, what goes around, comes around and it it really just pays to be nice.
0: No, absolutely. I, that's one thing that's, um, that's great. And I know there's always going to be a need for professionals And that's one thing that technology is helping, helping and uh, making problems for is professionals because in one sense, especially in your field, like I said, you've got that thousand dollar pocket in your camera, but you're still not going to hire your buddy to come with an iPhone and take pictures at your wedding or do headshots for your corporation or uh, do family photos that you're going to have blown up for your grandma. You're not doing any of that on a phone. You're not doing that on a tablet. You're not doing that on a laptop. Things have cameras, but you still need a professional who knows what they're doing. And so on the flip side of that, you know, technology is making it hard, but it's also making it easier in some aspects because before you had to, you know, have a big portfolio and send that out to people, have open houses and have people come in and look at your work. Now you can share it with the world, right? And you're accessible. And, uh, and that's, what's really cool. So, I mean, the big point of this podcast is to bring people together, right? It's to highlight people who use their passions to go towards their goals, uh, to become successful in their life. And so to highlight someone like yourself who is in an industry that is struggling, right? Especially now, you're succeeding and growing. It's not slowing down either. You haven't reached a pinnacle every year. You're working harder, but it didn't just fall in your lap, right? You fought for it. And I, I think that's one thing that Um, people don't see. They see people who are at the top or that are moving towards the top and they think, oh, well, they've got all the tools, they've got all the skills, whatever, but they don't see that you were out there, you know, with probably the, the best camera you could afford, which maybe is probably the worst camera in your arsenal now, laying on a floor in weird angles, trying to shoot people and sending that out and spending countless hours at events and festivals, giving away your work for free, and then spending a thousand hours editing a week. They don't see a lot of that. So I think having someone like you on here shows people that not only is it possible, but it's likely that if you use your passion and your skills and you work at them and you keep pushing, it's not going to happen right away, but it will happen. And you just got to keep plugging and fighting for it.
1: Well, I find that um, how bad do you want it? Yeah, is the is the phrase that that constantly goes through my head. You know, um, I am obsessed with this company. I am obsessed with photography. I love it so much that mm-hmm. after ten years, we're coming up on our ten year anniversary. Crazy, and I'm still just as obsessed with the art of it. And yeah, sure, you could buy a you could buy a good camera, but it, it doesn't substitute passion and drive. And how bad do you want it? How, you know, I want to. I'm constantly fighting the guy in the mirror. I want to be better than the guy I was yesterday, every day. Yeah. And I want to grow my talents. And even this year, we really made a lot of upgrades. And sure, we spent some money, but the the dedication and the time put is much more of a a major investment for me.
0: Absolutely, because um, you got a family, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And we, um, you know, uh, we're not just you know daylight photographers. We we really pride ourselves on being. Uh, strobists uh, off-camera flash users mm-hmm. we like to make things look a little bit more unique pull out those rich deep sunsets and still light up someone really nicely we've always had a phrase that we uh we bring the studio to the streets yeah and and we've always loved that because you have textures you have different colors it's you know yes we have a studio but it's it's not the same you get outside you could use the brick the concrete the trees the this the that and it's the the creativity never ends yeah you could always make something new you could always learn something more and it's been a it's been a rock and roll ride
0: absolutely that's great and i think another thing um that i've always admired is kind of the shameless plugging that you do (laughs) and at the beginning of anybody's career their passions whatever they're doing it can be difficult because i know um For me, when I first started this place, um, one of the first things that I did is, you know, we open and two weeks goes by and we had a couple days where no one even came, right? Like people, like literally a whole day, you'd be open for 13 hours and not a single person comes in the shop and it's incredibly discouraging, right? Um, So what I wanted to do is, even though I I was terrified of it, I printed off a bunch of coupons that I made on my computer and I walked from one end of the main street in Welland to the other, you know, hit probably 60, 70 businesses and ask for the business owners saying, hey, listen, I just opened a new shop. Um, Here's a coupon. If you bring somebody, that'd be awesome. And you get a free coffee for both of you. Well, that was one of the hardest things I've ever done. At that time, before I had done shameless plugging, it was so difficult for me. But because I put myself out there, people are exposed to it now here we are almost four years later and you know, the business is booming and things are going well. And if I didn't put myself out there, who knows where we would have been. And I know you did the same thing and still do with social media. And I think that's great is, Hey, listen, you know, I just gave you, you're at this event. I just took a picture of you. It's the best photo you've ever had of yourself. Make it your profile picture. But all I ask is go and invite your friends To G3. And it's simple, you know? Simple. And I think that's more than a fair trade because if you had to pay you to go to the studio to do that, it would cost them hundreds, maybe a thousand plus, depending on how long they're there, Mm -hmm. depending on how many changes they've got and how many different locations they want to shoot in. So, I think it's a, it's a, a totally fair trade, but when you are a creator or you're the owner, you feel almost vulnerable because you're like, "Ah, I feel so guilty asking." But I think it's important that you put yourself out there because everyone else is. And if you don't, you're going to get swallowed up by the, the whale of the industry. Well, again, having that
1: obsession and and you want it to do good, you want you want to move forward with things and you know, uh, I think it's just little things like that 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 really help, and then you put a face to the business. Mm-hmm. It's not just a wolf on a wall. It's that's Mike, and uh, you know I'm happy to sit, talk with you, have a have a whiskey with you, absolutely, and and, and make those kind of friendships that you know, you know, 20 years from now, be like, oh, I know Lucas forever. He's been, you know, we've been friends for 20 years, yeah. and I, and those are the type of relationships I'm trying to develop. I'm not just out for the quick buck. I'm not just to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more than that. It hasn't been about the money since day one. Yeah, I love what I do, and I want to share that with the world, and I want to share that with my friends and family, and I want people to feel like rock I love that that return. You know, I I got off the phone before I got here with a, uh, a wedding couple that's messaged me from, I believe they're in Punta Cana or, or somewhere Caribbean, and they're having fun. We Very just cool. sent them a little teaser video. And they were blown away. We had a nice and that's why I do it. I mm-hmm. love that they feel special. They they're so excited about their their wedding videos and a couple little teaser photos. And it just makes you feel good. I love and that. And you can't you can't buy that. You can't, you know, go to the store and pick that off the shelf. That feeling that you made somebody feel special. You made them feel happy. You made them feel like she felt like a princess and he felt like a, a prince. And that's that's truly unmatchable.
0: I love it. And two quick little things before we uh, we wrap this up. Um, you mentioned weddings. That was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is that's a big part of your business now. And I know when people, I guess, if they know about G3 already, they have an image of G3 in their head, which is kind of that badass photography company, right? So you see a lot of people that look like me, but you've been able to take something, um, really unique about your style and apply that to a very traditional photography type um, field like weddings. Right? right. Right. And so now, even for the, the traditional style weddings that you shoot, they come out looking like, like you said, like rock stars. They look like a badass. They look larger than life. It's not just some day with a bunch of overexposed background, like every other wedding photographer in the world. You're giving them something unique They're And they're not just Buying a photographer, they're buying an experience. You're coming with the crew. And the second part of this is now you have a freaking mascot. (laughs) What, what company that isn't a hockey team or a basketball team has a mascot? I think that is unbelievable. Maybe you can expand on that.
1: Well, why the hell not? Right. (laughs) You know, know, it, it was just a, it was a goofy idea that my daughter thought about she's five years old she's like dad you should have a wolf
0: and and the i'm name like is- hey
1: you know what that's not a bad idea so after <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars and and rebuilding this thing uh mm-hmm. we we made hijo and hijo is endorsed by stars menswear so all the suits he wears is from stars and it just came out as a fun idea why not do something goofy like you're saying with the weddings we'd like to Offer variety. Yes, there's a little bit of romance, a little yeah. bit of badass, a yeah. little bit of fun. We're just here for a good time, you know. I'm not going to be here forever. So again, back to that legacy. We want to do something that's fun. We we got Hijo involved with um, the Super Kids March, and you know what? The kids love it. Mm-hmm. They find it exciting, and it's fun for the for the kids, you know. And if the parents see that. You know, we're not just we're not all badass or no. We're not we're not. We just want to have a little bit of fun. We want to keep it light, keep it enjoyable, and and make people have that experience. Like you said,
0: Uh, I think it's important because I know for myself, I've always looked the part, but I really wasn't. And so that's one thing that was really nice about you know when I first met you is you really make people fit into the role they're trying to play. And so when I was playing in rock bands and metal bands, you know I had to dress a certain way, and now I've kind of accepted that look, and I really enjoy doing it. But at the time for sure I was just some little fat Italian kid that wanted to play drums in a band. And so, you know, it started with putting hair up and then a couple piercings and then a couple tattoos and it evolved from there. But you made me feel like I was that person that I was trying to be for that role. That's the
1: point. That's the point. Whether it's a wedding or a rock star, you know, you really got to give them Mm -hmm. what they want. You know, Um, if it's, if it's a bride, she wants to feel beautiful. She wants to feel special. And we give it a little bit of wild side because Absolutely. she's cool too, right? She is cool. <laughs> right? And we, w- we just want to really
0: make people feel great. And, I love it. And that's the key. So you're going to leave with two things. Where's your studio? Uh, the
1: new studio is at 11 Geneva Street in St. Catharines, right next to the Warehouse Music Hall. Great. And website? Website is g3designs.ca. The Instagram is G3designs905. And, yes. Well, you know, Facebook, you could do that same thing, right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's it's great. Um, and it's funny, just before you came here, I was working on building the website for this podcast. And one of the first things they have is a banner. And they were saying, OK, insert a banner here. And I have a folder dedicated just to G3designs. Awesome. And so I pulled out one, and that's going right on the website. So I just want to say thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me anytime. You're listening to the Above the Mug podcast here joined with Mike Farkas. I'm Lucas Spinoza, and we will see you next week on Above the Mug.